Welcome to the Pacific Keep Church Podcast. We believe everyone has a place in God's story. On this podcast, you will hear sermons, interviews, and other content from our pastors and community leaders at our church in Spokane, Washington. If you are blessed by this podcast and want to learn more about us, you can visit us on our website at pacifickeep.com. Additionally, if you want to support our work financially, you can give at pacifickeep.com forward slash give. Without further ado, here is this week's content. Well, hey, good morning, kids. Hi. Hi. Good morning, adults, too. Welcome to church. Wasn't that great? Let's give everybody who was on stage this morning a round of applause. Thank you for participating. Uh, for the kiddos here, this, this sermon is mostly for the kiddos, but Jesus says everybody should be like kids. It's for all of you too, okay? So don't count yourself as you're not part of this. For the kiddos over here and over here, what's your favorite holiday? Why? Why Christmas? Because Jesus' birthday. Let's give her a round of applause. The right, that's the right answer. I was thinking they'd say something like, because presents. How many because presents, too? How many, how many of you love Christmas because presents? Anybody? Okay, just a few of you. Well, I'm going to read you the Christmas story, and then I have a couple of questions for you. Okay? Is that a deal? And if you answer the questions right, we'll give you some candy. So in Luke, the gospel writer says it like this. And while they were still there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her first son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. Okay. First question. Baby Jesus. That is, I was just, that was, that's the second question. Hold on a second. The first question for all of you is what city or town was Jesus born in? Oh, good for you. Parents. Is it okay if I give her candy? Like I just allergies. Okay. Don't eat it until your parents uh, run it through their committee. <laughs> All right. Next question. Okay. So what were the names of uh, Jesus's mother and father? Mary, Joseph, and uh, you were right. First two were right. Okay. Don't, you don't need to add an and to Mary and Joseph. There was a third parent involved. Hmm. Kind of, you know, the Holy Spirit. God, yes, Jesus, okay. Uh, why, were, why were they in a manger instead of a hotel? Anybody? All right, you. Say it again. There's, there's no home. There's no home. All right, that's kind of right. I'll, I'm just giving presents away. Okay, uh, and then, okay, what's the best present you can give Jesus? Over here. Yeah. Жертва, right? <laughs> Parents raised him right. Жертва, sacrifice. What kind of sacrifice? All right. Okay, and last one's for the adults. How much did Mary and Joseph pay to stay in the manger? How much did it cost? Anybody know? Who knows? How much money did it cost for them to stay in the manger? Anybody? All right. Zero bucks. <laughs> Almost right. The currency was a little different, so we'll have to 
We'll give you, we'll give you a candy for a great effort. I'm one of those millennials. Everybody gets a prize. Everybody gets a prize. Uh, how much did it cost for Mary and Joseph to stay in the manger? The right answer is no one knows. <laughs> That's the right answer. Okay, so question for you. What's the best present you've ever received for Christmas? What's the best present? He's like, what was it called again? It's called food. <laughs> a drone. A drone. Oh, man. Can I have it? <laughs> okay. Best. Okay. Anybody. Just yell it out. Lego, Joan, what about you? Yogurt. Yogurt, okay. <laughs> Yogurt. Good job. Parents, I'm going to pray for you. He needs a little better presence than yogurt. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's a little cruel. <laughs> Was it like plain yogurt or did it have flavor? Oh, it's his favorite. He loves yogurt. Can you, can you talk to my kids about their standards? Please. They want a whole lot of things like Barbies and castles. Can you tell them yogurt is the best thing in life, please? Grace and Evelyn, please come talk to this gentleman over here. This guy knows how to invest. <laughs> yogurt, the rest goes into the 401k. All right. Well, kids. Yes, what's up? That's Christmas is Jesus. Your favorite present is Jesus. All right. Give her a hand. That's the right answer. Woo! Okay. Jesus is your answer to. Now, here's the reality. Everybody in the room, adults, kids, we all want something. Jesus and his parents, they were a new family. They wanted something. How many of you, whether it's Christmas or otherwise, during the year, wish that you had something? Raise your hand if you have wishes. Okay, adults, how many of you wish for something? Maybe it's not yogurt, but it's definitely a job. Or you wish for your marriage to go well. And Christmas is a time about wishing something. And the thing about presents and the thing about getting something for Christmas, you can put your hands down. You're good. You're good. The thing about Christmas is you get presents, but have you ever had a Christmas when you didn't get what you wanted and you were kind of sad? Anybody ever? Like, uh, I wish I had something, but I didn't get it. Christmas is supposed to be the happiest what? Time of the year. How many of you would say that uh, it's not always the happiest time of the year? Sometimes it's the most stressful time of the year. And the reason I read this story to you, Joseph and Mary, they had this baby, Jesus. And let me assure you, we sometimes put up these nice pictures on the wall. But behind these pictures, there's a real story. Because Joseph and Mary, they also had a wish. They had a dream to grow up to get married, to have a family. And Joseph and Mary, they were engaged. They were going to be husband and wife. They were waiting for the wedding day to come. And then all of a sudden, an angel shows up to Mary and says, you are going to give birth to Jesus Christ. And because they were married, Joseph was a little bit afraid. He's like, wait a minute, we haven't even been married yet, and you're already going to have a baby. What's going on here? And an angel shows up to Joseph and says the same thing, that take her to be your wife, because the baby that she's going to have is a very, very special baby. 
It may not be the plan that you had, Joseph. It might not be exactly the dream you had. You were thinking maybe we get married first and then we'll have a baby. But here's the thing. God is doing something in your life that is different than what you thought, but it's still going to be good. So here's the good news for you. You don't have to get everything you want to be happy. Christmas is about the fact that you don't always have to have everything go according to plan to be happy. Isn't that good news? Can you imagine if the only way you could be happy is if you only got the present that you wanted and nothing else? You would be very happy all the time because we don't get everything you want, except this kid. He gets yogurt all the time. <laughs> That's an easy one. <laughs> oh, the, the twins. Sorry. Where's the other one? Sorry, guys. But here's the good news. Christmas is about God intervening and you not getting everything you want. And I love the story. Luke talks about it. An angel came to Mary and says, do not be afraid for you have found favor with God and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son and you shall call his name Jesus. God is always doing something. So how many of you believe in Jesus? Raise your hand. Do you know that Jesus loves you? Do you know that Jesus, okay, put your hands down. Do you know that Jesus wants to give you good things? And sometimes when you don't get what you want, he still works through that. I'll never forget my first Christmas in the United States. We immigrated from Ukraine and it was 1992 or 1993. I forget. But I do remember going to bed on Christmas Eve and we had no tree and we had no presents. Because we were new, we didn't really know about the holidays. How many of you already have a Christmas tree up in your house? Now imagine you're going to bed on Christmas Eve with no presents and no tree. You were expecting nothing. And in the middle of the night, we had these amazing neighbors across the street who knew that we just came to the States. And in the middle of the night, they came to our house. They bought us a Christmas tree. And with my parents, they decorated this giant tree. I mean, it was probably as tall, but I was this tall. So for me, it was giant. <laughs> and they decorated. And we had three brothers in the house. Me, my older brother, and a younger brother. Middle child is always the best child. That's just the gospel truth. I can't find you a Bible verse, but I'm just saying. And for each kid, they bought, I think, like seven or eight gifts each. And I remember waking up Christmas morning... Oh, cool. At school, everybody was telling me about how they're already getting presents piled up under their tree, and we had nothing. I was a little sad, and I'll never forget. I'm 37 years old. I'm an old man. How old are you? 10. Man, I'm 37, 27 years. I'm an old man, but I'll never forget. I walked out of my bedroom, and it was like, what happened? <laughs> Mind blown. There's a tree. There's presents. And I don't even have to share with my brothers <laughs> because there's presents for everybody. And I remember sitting down and opening the presents and us taking pictures. And I will never forget why, because we didn't expect it. The news about Christmas is God shows up in interesting ways in the middle of the night and gives you sometimes what you don't expect. And if you have Jesus, you have everything. If you have Jesus, you have everything. That is the story of Christmas. I bet you, what did Mary and Joseph want for Christmas? What do you guys think? Yes. Baby Jesus. Yes. 
you were going to say that too. Now imagine, they're supposed to have a baby. Now, how many of you have had a baby brother or sister? You're the oldest and you remember when there was another child in your house. What did your parents do? Did they prepare a room at home for the child? You can't remember. No, they didn't. Mary and Joseph, if you think about it, they were preparing your room, just like you did when you guys were having babies, some of you in this room. I remember when we had our kids, what did we do? We told all of our friends, the due date is around this time. We prepared meals, and we were going to invite people over. They were going to come and celebrate with us. They were come and bringing gifts. And I bet you, Mary and Joseph, as they were preparing for the birth of Jesus, they were preparing a place in their home that was comfortable, that was warm, that was safe. And then all of a sudden, just a few days or maybe a few weeks before Jesus was born, something bad happened. What? A king, he was bad. I forgot his name. He ordered, like, um, all his goats to kill all baby. Yes, that was later. But good job. Give her a hand. That was a good answer. I'm going to give you another candy. She already knows the story. Would you like to finish the sermon? Yes, you would. So something bad happened. There was actually an order, a decree, a king, Caesar, made a bad rule. How many of you have had rules that you don't like at school? Anybody? Well, he said, you have to go to the city you were born in and you have to register. They wanted to count how many people were in the land. And so Joseph and Mary, Mary's about to have a baby. They have to leave their comfortable home, the place they set up for Jesus to be born, and go to Bethlehem to be registered. Now, I'm pretty sure Joseph was efficient. He said, we're going to pack some things. We're going to go very fast. We're going to register and we're going to deck back home as fast as we can because we've prepared a place for Jesus. And while they were there registering, all of a sudden, Mary looks at Joseph and she says, oh no, I don't think we can make it home. Oh no, we prepared a place and I don't think I could make it home. I'm going to have the baby right now. Joseph, find us a hotel. Find us a motel. Find us anything. I can't just give birth on the street. How many of you have traveled somewhere long distance where home was far away and you had to stay at a hotel? Raise your hand. Or a motel, right? And Hawaii, oh, this girl, she goes everywhere. Yogurt and Hawaii, those are the best combinations this morning. I can't imagine. I remember when we had our baby and I was in school. I was taking my Latch Callus course and Julia calls me and she's like, get over here, I'm having the baby. And I'm running down the freeway. I'm going to get a speeding ticket. And Division Bridge was all closed off with SWAT teams because they had a presidential candidate give a speech. And I almost missed the birth of my daughter because somebody important was in town. I remember the craziness of it. Can you imagine walking and then all of a sudden your wife's like, I'm having the baby right now. And so you run around trying to find an inn, trying to find a hotel. You can't find anything because it's busy. And then somebody tells you, okay, you can stay in my barn. Now the pictures are cute, but think about it. This is where donkeys and cows and other animals stay in. They smell bad. Sometimes they even go poop. <laughs> it's not a great place, but they went in there. Mary had the baby and there was no bed. So they put him in this box, this manger, this little box where they feed animals where you put baby chicks or sometimes they put hay, right? And so Jesus is born and he's in this place, but Mary is happy because Jesus is healthy. 
and he's doing well. But here's the reality. I'm pretty sure Mary and Joseph wished he was born at home in the comfortable place that they had prepared. Have you ever had that? You wished for something and it didn't go the way you planned. But why was Joseph and Mary still happy? Because they had a baby. What were you going to say? Same one. Because they still had their baby Jesus. What's the best present? Just go for it. Jesus. Church, if you've got Jesus, if you've got Jesus in your life, that is the best present. It doesn't matter how else life can go sometimes. Sometimes off the rails. Sometimes you were planning to give birth at home and then you're sidetracked and you have to go to this barn. But because they, here's the key. If you want happiness, you have to do two things in your life. You ready? Who wants to be happy? Two things you got to do in life to be happy. Number one is to hear God. Hear his voice. And number two, do what he says. And Mary and Joseph, you can put your hands down. Mary and Joseph, even though it was hard, even though they were in a barn, the reason they were still happy is because they knew this was God's will for them. They knew they were doing what God called them to do. When you are doing what God called you to do, things can go not according to plan and you'll still be happy. And here's the thing. I bet you they had some presents prepared for Jesus, but because they had to go so fast to this other city, they didn't have time to grab the presents. And do you think Jesus was sad that he didn't get presents? No. Do you think Mary and Joseph were a little bit sad? Maybe. Maybe they were like, we wish we were home, but we're fine. He's healthy. But then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they heard a knock on the door. Who was it? Go ahead. Two wise men, three wise men. Yes, the wise men. You're right. The wise men. You see, while Mary and Joseph were busy doing the will of God, some of the other stuff that they were possibly worried about, God was taking care of for them. God works when we follow his voice. Some of the other problems that we think we have in life, he goes ahead of us and takes care of them. Jesus famously said, first seek the kingdom of God or heaven and all of these other things will, they will be added to you. And so what's interesting is while they were obeying God and going through the regular stuff of life, the difficult stuff of life, how many of you have had to pay taxes? Raise your hand. You don't have to kids, right? Put your hands down. How many, they're like, we pay so many taxes. Uh, my dad makes me pay in yogurt. <laughs> How many of you had to pay bills? Raise your hand. How many of you had to pay bills, right? When you wanted to buy something for yourself and then something unexpected comes and wipes out your savings. I would imagine the same was true for Jesus's parents. They had plans and something happened. And all of a sudden though, as they were again, obeying God, God showed up to the wise men. And what did the wise men see in the sky? A star. Okay. In the Babylonian culture, some historians say that in the Babylonian folklore or in their sort of religious cultural practices, they would associate stars with angels, with deities, with gods. Church, remember in Revelation, when John sees Jesus, 
And he is in his hand holding the seven stars. And he asks, what is that? The person narrating to John says, those are the seven angels of the seven churches. So some say that the star the Babylonians, actually the wise men saw, was a form of possibly an angel. This was God using their culture, the way they practice their hedonistic religion. They looked at the stars and said, those are angels. And God showed up in a way they could understand. And to these outsiders, he said, somebody is born. And because you are willing to hear my voice, even though you're not a Jew, I'm going to reveal this to you. And so they saw the star and they followed it. And the star stopped right where Jesus was born. And what did the wise men bring? presents. Now, what did Mary and Joseph leave at home when they rushed to Bethlehem? What did they leave at home? Presents. They left what they prepared, but God took care of it. Amen. You see the pattern? You do God's will. He takes care of the rest. Church, I just want to encourage you. This might be a kid's sermon, but it's really for you, for the rest of us. How many times do you spend trying to take care of everything else in your life and then work on your relationship with God? How many times do you tell God, you know what? When the time is right, when I'm done with my plans, when I get in a certain um, level of my business or my work or my school or my career, then I will have time for you. And the story of Christmas reminds us that if we make God first, he takes care of the rest. He comes through. Amen. This is the story of Christmas. And they opened up their gifts, we read, going into the house in Matthew 2. They fell down and worshipped him, and opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Gold was money. That was how people traded. Frankincense was this aroma to make the room smell good. And many historians believe the myrrh was this ointment that you could put on your body for your, for your like hand lotion or your face lotion, and that possibly was used for the baby. So God provided everything they needed. So church, I just want to encourage you and children too. If you have Jesus, you have everything. Church, make it a priority to do the will of God in your life. And some of the other stuff will follow. Amen. And we can talk about what that looks like. That takes time and discernment. But that's our wish for you this Christmas season. Amen. All right. So now before we end We have some surprises for you. So parents, please stay seated. And we're going to just spend five, six minutes handing out some gifts for the kids. This is for 12 years and younger. So if you're 35, please don't grab the gift. Um, And so right now, kids, we got some presents for you. Stay seated. And please don't open them until after service. All right. So let's get some gifts to the kids. Sit down, kids. Sit down. They'll come to you. Now have a sit. And kids, don't open your presents until you get home, okay? Or in the car, because we don't want you dumping them. Parents, if you're back there and you have kids with you, raise your hand and we'll get you a present.
All right, I think all the presents are handed out. So, church, I know this was kind of a, a loud, noisy service, but uh, thanks for being here. And so, um, as we wrap up this morning, I'm just going to ask you to stand with us. Let's all stand. The Vatim Ustanyam, друзья. And we're going to end our service in a little prayer. Lord, we thank you for this noisy and loud service. Uh, we thank you for our kids. We thank you that we have uh, a future and that we have people who work with our kids. We thank you, God, for your birth. And God, as we prepare to celebrate Christmas this week, we just pray that you give us the strength to see what's the most valuable, which is you, God. We pray a blessing over all the kids. Bless them with a hunger for your word, a hunger for the things of God. Uh, God, I pray for the adults in this room and for the rest of us to be more like kids, to emulate their faithfulness and their open hearts towards your word. And God, we pray a blessing over all of our families this week. Be with us and bless us this week, we pray in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Pacific Keep Church podcast. If you've been blessed by our ministry, you can learn more, follow along, or give at pacifickeep.com. Go with grace and peace.